Welcome, Mistorians. Host Austin Heave She and host Brenda She Her have been waiting for you. Come along for Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Yeah, it's going now. Okay, good. Hello and welcome to episode 95 of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries, a nerdy podcast made by two big old fucking nerds. <laughs> My name is host Brenda. Hi, I'm host Austin. Um, I have a Austin, cold. Austin, I, uh, yes, you do have a cold. You you sound fine. Like, you don't sound stuffy. I sound, but... <laughs> my face hurts. My sinuses, listen, <laughs> it's not lost on me, the irony. I went to, I had a work trip recently. Mm-hmm. Um the irony of having to do a work trip and go on planes in this in this day and age and not not getting sick at the work trip or on the plane but getting sick two days later from someone here is actually deranged i can't believe yeah. it it's like oh wow i did a great job of staying safe on my work Get trip sneezed on oh. once at home yeah it's like oh no this, the sickness is in within the walls of my own home it's rancid well, that's the way it goes yeah. It's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. Mm-hmm. How was Pax? Your work trip? Yeah. Do you want to say you went yeah, to? Yeah, I went to Pax Unplugged. I had a good time. You know, it is the horrors persist, but so does having to work. So I helped out other friends' booth, and that was awesome. Generally, didn't hang out too much on the floor when I wasn't working there because one, I was like, I'd be so tired after working the booth. I'm like, I'm gonna go to my room, and I wasn't staying at like the Con Hotel. Thank, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would like my hotel was still close it was like around the corner so I'd like walk back to my hotel like five minutes and go to my room and be like yeah I'll text you when I get up and I it, I wasn't that was a lie I wasn't getting back up <laughs> that's me at conventions too I'm just like all right my obligations for being on are over time for me to completely disintegrate yeah. as a human being listen I had cable and 25 days of Christmas started I don't know what you want from me I did leave to go play magic once so that was cool. I hadn't played Magic really since my collection got stolen like a decade ago. But generally, like if I left the floor, I wasn't. It, I wasn't coming back. It was a lie. So that's how that went. But no, it was a good time. Good, good, nice. Let's roll on into the news mm. so you can rest. <laughs> that's me as I take a sip of my Verners. Uh news, news, well, news. For, wait for but really quick before we go into the news. Verners is a ginger ale, everyone. Oh, right. That heals all ills. Yeah. We're from Michigan. We're from Michigan. So it's my medicine. Yeah, just to explain how important and integral Verners is for becoming well again. Yeah. Love it. News. As of this recording recently, the Game Awards happened. Mm-hmm. I won't belabor how the Game Awards went because I'm sure by now. A lot of people have seen them in formed opinions. I will belabor one interesting thing about the Game Awards is that Gonzo was a presenter. This is in light of the Game Awards having, I believe the final count was a total of nine women on the stage, two of whom were hired to just like Mm -hmm. hold the award. So, you know, it's a choice to have a fictional Muppet 
be part of the host team for your award show that is lacking <laughs> in diversity, but it is a choice the Game Awards made among many other things. It's also really funny because Gonzo is not a character who's known for playing video games. No, I don't. You know, Why the- is Gonzo that? <laughs> Listen, I need someone to explain to me like I'm two. Why is Gonzo here? Of <laughs> well, it's like if you think Muppets. about it, there. Which which Muppet games? Who is the gamer of the Muppets? I don't think they have one, right? They don't have one because video games didn't fucking exist exactly. when they came into this world. Like, it's... I mean, I guess, like, does Clifford play video games? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Where did Clifford go? What happened to Clifford? I'm just like, and it's also like, I love Gonzo. Gonzo has been mm-hmm. adopted by all little gay people. Yes. Gonzo isn't like the most famous Muppet. Like, if it was Kermit, I'd be like, I mean, sure. Like, Kermit does everything. Could they just not afford to get the Kermit Muppet there? Because, like, it's got to be expensive to ship the Muppets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they're the same size. Like, they're the same kind of, like, scale right. of Muppet. But I like, imagine... I would say Gonzo would be harder to ship because he's got, like, that foam nose. Right. Like, that has to be delicate. <laughs> I imagine the Kermit puppeteer is more expensive than the Gonzo puppeteer. I don't know. I have no facts for that. That's just like a vibe of like Kermit is is like arguably the more famous one, right? Like that's by design. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I need to make sure that they're not the same. They're different guys. They're different guys. But Gonzo's Muppeteer, who I learned was 77 Jesus years old. Jesus Christ. Which is wild. Um, Wait, let me make sure that's right. I just saw that on, t- on Twitter, X, whatever the fuck. Um, Gonzo Puppeteer. Mm-hmm. Dave Goals, mm-hmm. how old? How old are you, man? Dave, seventy-seven. Goals. Yeah, so he's not to be confused with <laughs> Dave Noel. <laughs> yeah, he's seventy-seven years old, and he's been doing Gonzo since the very beginning. Wow. Whereas wow. you have like, yeah, so he's like a senior, senior, like new Jim Henson, like the whole whole wow. jam. Yeah, okay, he's got to be more expensive then. You think so, right? Because like Kermit's Muppeteer, there was like a really infamous flim flam in the jim henson company where the guy who had been puppeting kermit since jim henson's passing Mm. was ousted from the company in like a perplexing manner like we're not quite sure what happened Mm. who's at fault there's each side is saying like like so like the 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 muppeteer who did kermit for a long time was like uh brian didn't like me working Mm. blah 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 jim wanted me to do this and then brian henson who's jim henson's son is like um kick rocks what's his face yeah he was like what's his face like wasn't letting any like anyone else do kermit so there weren't Mm. any like you know like backups who knew how to like puppet kermit at the time like you know so it was like a whole thing like i'm not quite sure who i think is was in the right was Mm -hmm. in the wrong what happened Mm -hmm. but i do very greatly miss just the energy that that former what is his name i forget i should know this i'm the muppet person yeah but Um, i don't know muppets i i will i will confuse muppets in sesame street i have done it and i'll do it again Okay, Steve Whitmere was the guy who puppeted, who muppeted. Do you call it puppeting or muppeting? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, he was Kermit, he was Kermit's Muppeteer from 1990 until 2016, and then Matt Vogel took over from 2017. And I just think mm-hmm. that Matt Vogel doesn't have a very strong Kermit voice. Get him, get him again. Hit him again. He just hit him yeah. again. Yeah, and it's like it's like well, I've only known like 
Steve's version of Kermit, really, you know, like he did Kermit in Christmas Carol. Mm -hmm. But I would honestly say that like Steve's performance of Kermit and Jim Henson's performance of Kermit were very close to each other. You Mm -hmm. you really have to be paying attention to realize they're two different characters, whereas Matt Vogel's performance of Kermit Mm -hmm. is distinguishably very different Mm. it's like you have Fozzie Bear has a new Muppeteer because like Frank Oz retired Mm -hmm. and Miss Piggy as well I feel like those performances are very close to Frank's performances Mm -hmm. Matt Vogel where he is like a very talented Muppeteer and Mm -hmm. um, let me see if I can find like a list of other characters he has done yeah so he's like also the Muppeteer for Uncle Deadly. I thought you were going to say Uncle Grandpa, and I was like, no. Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> absolutely not. Are you going to tell me there's an Uncle Grandpa Muppet? Anyway, yeah. Game anyway, Awards yes. was a weird vibe. Yeah, not going to belabor that. So many people are talking about it actively as we record this. And so by the time you hear this, that's already been done. I don't think enough people are talking about that. It's weird. Gonzo was there. It's weird. It's weird. Also, it's really also weird. Timothy Chamele was there. Why? Why? Why was the twink there? <laughs> Get him off the stage. <laughs> And someone's like, he likes video games. I'm like, okay. I mean, listen. I like video games. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Why like, am I like, not at? They're like, he's famous and he likes video games. I'm like, no, that's that's so cool for him that he's famous and he likes video games. That's actually really awesome. I wish I was famous and like video games and just got invited to the boards I really don't need to be at. Exactly. It's like, I feel like I would rather listen to... I don't know who else was there. I didn't watch the Game Awards. That's fair. Al Numa? Was Al Numa there? Al Numa was there. He got played off stage. <laughs> yes. Yes, I feel like I would have liked to listen to him talk more instead of Tip- Timothy Chalamet, um, Timothy Twinkame, like Screaming. being like, hey, everyone. I don't know if he has a British I accent. No, I care so I don't think he, negatively. I don't think he does. I have like no ill feelings against Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> I just don't know how you were there, bro. It's like one of those things where like I feel, I don't know. In my in my fan fiction, the agent comes like, "Hey, do you want to do an appearance at the Game Awards?" And Shamley is like, "I mean, I'd love to go, but why? What? What am I?" He's like, "I wasn't in it, you know, because like sometimes actors are like in games or they do mocap or mm-hmm. you know." He's like, "Not in a game, am I?" And they're like, "No, they just want you to come present the Game of the Year award." And he's like, "What? Why? Why is it? Why?" <laughs> he's like, "Please watch Wonka <laughs> coming out this." Grimace. He didn't even mention that. He mentioned they mentioned. He didn't even mention Wonka. Why are you they here? They mentioned that he's he used to do Xbox modding like on his controllers or something on YouTube back in the day before he was like famous, famous. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, what are we talking about right now? Listen, listen. You want to get a modder? Get, at least get Griffin McElroy. He mod switches. Yo, yeah. <laughs> listen. Bring back Griffin's amiibo corner <laughs> at the Game Awards. I want to see Griffin. <laughs> Can I do this now that we're on Mac? Sure. Yes, I can. I want to see Griffin McElroy jam the what's the manta ray amiibo that just came out? Big oh, man. Oh yeah. Is his name Big Man I from so. Splatoon 3? I, so. I want to see Griffin. You don't listen to our podcast because you have so many things to do. I can't wait besides... to get the email that's like I absolutely listen to your podcast. <laughs> Griffin, I need you to try to get the big man amiibo in your mouth. If anyone can do it, it's you. You're a professional. And, this <laughs> and is, I need to this, see this. This is, this is, this is uh, what we will use our Max Fun clout for, everybody. Don't worry. We'll yes. use it for good. This will heal the nation. Society if. <laughs> <laughs> if Griffin Macquarie can fit the big man to ray amiibo in his It'll, Listen, we'll, we'll get universal health care. I, I, that's a fact. We will. It will. Anyway, that was the news. It was a very, it was a very light news week. Yeah. I mean, we could have talked about like the YouTube plagiarism scandal that came Jesus out, Christ. but I think 
I think everyone has already kind of watched the I, video. If you're going to watch the video, I need you, figured Brenda, it out. when this is done to please explain it to mm-hmm. me because I'm not going to watch a oh, four-hour video. I am all one. I watched the whole thing. You're so and strong. then I watched I watched the entire H-Bomber video. And then I watched uh, Todd in the Shadows two-hour follow-up video <laughs> pointing out more of this, of this man's sins. You're so. so powerful. I can't wait to get that on the lowdown. But while I get that lowdown... We're going to cut to a break so you can hear about some awesome new Max Fun shows. If you're Black, you probably love you some Paramore, huh? Or what about the TV show Golden Girls? Ginger Ale? Daytime television? Don't lie, I know you love at least one of them. I'm Sequoia Holmes, pop culturist and host of Black People Love Paramore. Contrary to the title, it is not a podcast about the band Paramore. Each episode, I, along with a special guest co-host, dissect one pop culture topic that mainstream media doesn't necessarily associate with Black people, but we know we like. Tune in every other Thursday to the podcast that's dedicated to helping Black people feel more seen. Black People of Paramore is now on the Maximum Fun Network. Check out the most recent episode featuring Char Jassel today. Learning. Topic of the Week. And we're back with our topic of the week. Austin, Yeah. something I really like about our new format is that because it's shorter and it's more condensed, we can kind of focus in on smaller aspects of maybe larger topics that we've already covered yeah. potentially. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just <laughs> I was just like at my friend's house sitting on my air mattress and just thinking to myself, what am I going to do? talk about this week <laughs> i've been there and that that was me last yeah. week when i was like what, what am i gonna do and i i literally it was when someone was like do you want to play magic when you get to pax you're like eureka got it <laughs> i have great ideas for what my, my podcast topic will be mm-hmm. over the course of the week mm-hmm. and then i don't write them down Hell yeah. and then i forget about it because That's we're professionals kind of, yep we're professionals so i was just like all right well we'll just take a shot in the dark and we'll just do something completely out of left mm-hmm. field i sent you a picture you Austin. do you have any clues of what this picture is no my 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 one and only guess funny enough was we have muppets at home yes I, essentially yes i'm gonna say that is what it is oh um, okay cool i did it but you're not gonna guess where that came no from. absolutely not and i'll There's show no you there's no way. Let me set the scene. Okay. It's the late 70s. People are starting to become wise about health issues that come with eating diets heavy in red meats like pork and beef. This means bad news for fast food restaurants that deal almost exclusively in hamburgers. This means bad news for McDonald's. Controversial businessman and owner of the McDonald's brand, Ray Kroc. I was like, Ronald McDonald himself. I didn't write his name for some reason. Who needs to know who this guy is? He's not the Muppet. Everyone knows. Everyone knows the owner of McDonald's, right? Yeah, Ray Kroc, he starts trying to figure out what to do about this because this spells bad news bears for McDonald's if they don't find a way Mm -hmm. to get chicken on the menu. So the first thing Ray Kroc tries to do is release onion nuggets in 1975. No, no, Everyone hates this. No, of course It's a chunk. What are you talking about? What are they talking about? It's a chunk of (laughs) onion deep fried. It's not an onion ring, which is a ring is a natural shape of an onion. You get that when you cut the onion up. How do you get an onion chunk? Listen, How do you get an onion nugget? There's, there's that fucking clip of Jennifer Lawrence. Like, what are you talking about that? That is what I'm doing. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean by shaking it? What are you doing? What do you mean? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? And people ate it. People put that in their body. 
Well, they didn't because everyone hated it. <laughs> it was supposedly his way of being like, oh, well, like vegetarianism is kind of coming up and people want to be more healthy. So like deep frying an onion is our answer to this. I'm yelling at the <laughs> idea that like, you're a vegetarian, right? Do you want like a fucking raw onion? I don't know. What do you eat? They're like, do you want a salad? You want, what do you want? Oh, you want an onion. You want an deep onion? Fried. You got it. You got it, champ. You deep got it. We've got onion. this for you. We have those. <laughs> Exactly. So when onion nuggets flopped, McDonald's pivoted and introduced the McChicken mm-hmm. in 1980. And nowadays, Austin, I know you don't go to McDonald's, I don't. but nowadays the McChicken is a staple of the McDonald's menu. That like makes people sense. love McChickens. It feels as if the McChicken has been around forever. But when the McChicken was initially introduced, mm-hmm. people didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> Which is hard people to believe. People didn't like, like chicken? Oh, it, People didn't like the McChicken. I guess I was looking into it and like reports were like it was like bigger, like chunkier kind Mm -hmm. of. It was like hard to get it cooked correctly. It was just people weren't feeling it. Mm -hmm. People were like, if I want chicken, I'm going to go to KFC. And Ray Uh, Kroc was like, well, that's not what I want. However, behind the scenes, McDonald's had been working on another chicken based Mm -hmm. treat, Mm -hmm. a chicken based treat. That would change fast food forever. Oh my god, are you talking about the fucking chicken nugget? The chicken McNugget. Oh but Austin, my god. Austin, this episode is not just about the chicken McNugget. Okay. No. This episode is about the little breaded mascots McDonald's added to their McDonaldland roster oh. to advertise them. This episode is about the rise and return of the McNugget Buddies. The McNugget Buddies? That's what they're called. The oh McNugget Buddies. God. We are chicken. And reppin's our thing. Cause reppin's all done. And they can't sing. We like to rap. And unwrap too. Whoa, look out. We got this dance where we spin around. We get real dizzy. Then we all fall down. Hit it round. We can do that. But we're chicken. We like this rap. It really rocks. But we'd rather jump in the barbecue sauce. Cause we're chicken. You know the one McDonald's. <laughs> wow. All right. So first, we need to talk a little bit more about the creation of the Chicken McNugget mm-hmm. before we get to the Nugget Buddies. Chicken Nuggets. Chick- sorry, Chicken McNuggets. The Mick yes, is important. Yes, I was like, I feel like the Mick is important. It is important. I'm so Legal- sorry. Legally, chicken- <laughs> I feel like legally, it's important. It's legally distinct. <laughs> chicken McNuggets were developed by Rene Arend, who was McDonald's first acting executive chef Mm -hmm. he was like a chef from like luxembourg classically trained chef that they just had as their executive chef to develop new concepts he got to work on mcnuggets in the mid 70s but due to like complications with sourcing chicken producers and figuring out a consistent way to cook them their release was delayed until 1983 huh i can't believe they're not that old I know. Like, they feel like they've been around. If the McChicken feels like it's been around forever, the McNugget truly feels like it has been around since the dawn of time, which it has for us because we only came into existence in 1991. Mm -hmm. So the McNugget has been around Mm -hmm. our entire lives. That's true. (laughs) So, Austin, do you know what other McDonald's products the chef is known for making, for designing, for crafting? I'm going to say the apple pie pocket thing. Nope, Apple Pie Pocket is older than this. Chef Arend created the McRib. Oh my, <laughs> they fucking said, let me give you another one. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're trying to like make something like healthy. Um, well, we're we're struggling with that one, but I've created the McRib, the most unhealthiest thing known you to man. Not put, you shouldn't put it in your body. 
you should not put a McRib in your body. You but, but you're gonna. You, you will. But also dipping a McChicken in the McRib sauce, because the way they sauce a McRib, I worked at McDonald's. The way they sauce a McRib is they put it in a tray filled with barbecue sauce. Usually this is just like okay. the warming tray that your burgers go into. They fill the tray, the warming tray with sauce, and they just dunk these things in there. So you can dunk anything. You can dunk a McChicken. You have to be friends with the people at the McDonald's to get this. So don't go in and ask for this. You have to be. You have to be in the end to you get gotta be a in the industry. You do. You have to. You have to. You just can dip um, a McChicken in the barbecue sauce. Great. It's great. It's so good. I'll just have to believe you because I don't. I don't have an end. So he creates the McRib. Once McNuggets actually get released, the McNugget Buddies make their debut in the training the video McNugget for employees. Buddies. Oh right. This is in the era when they all the lore is in the training video. Exactly. This training video is 18 and a half minutes long. I'll tell you right like, now, it's too long. I'll tell you right now. It's way too long. I've watched training videos in a McDonald's. I watched a training video for how to make the chicken strips at McDonald's. It was short, distinct, to the point. I cannot imagine sitting at this little dumpy computer in the back of McDonald's and 80s. watching this, this entire- In the 80s. In the so 80s. So this is like a VHS. You're, this is a VHS. Yeah. You're just sitting back there watching this for 18 and a half minutes where you could be helping people out on the floor. This is egregious. It's, oh, God. And you don't know how long it is because it's VHS. You're just watching it. You can't, like, move mm-hmm. to check the, the time bar, see if the time bar is broken. You can just, like, skip ahead. And I'll tell you with this, like, trading video, mm-hmm. I will tell you that it does not need to be this long. And also, it does not need to have as much casual racism. Did as you it watch does. it? I watched the whole thing, Austin. Wow, you're stronger than and, the troops. Yeah, and I'm going to make you watch some of it. Oh, (laughs) God. Now, hold on a second. Now, I will will say, uh, content warning, there is casual racism in this uh, towards Asian... Yeah, towards Asian people. Not McRacism. I know, McRacism. Like, there is, like, a section where, like, the the McDonald foods are like, what are you doing here, McNuggets? And the McNuggets are like, oh, well, we live here. And they're like, oh, or they're, like, talking, like, oh, well, the McNugget buddies. And, like, mm-hmm. the, um, the 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 Big Mac's just like, oh, they speak English. Like, oh excuse me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But it gets worse. And I'm about what to show you, you how it gets worse. worse. I'm going to. You're going to show me I'm where it gonna gets gonna worse? Sh- <laughs> Yes, because it was the most, it was the most important part of Jesus. it, I believe. So sorry, you're gonna have to, <laughs> gonna have to suffer. That's so right. valid. If you don't want to hear McRacism, just jump ahead to where we're talking again. Yeah, jump ahead. All right, here we go. Well, if you guys are all made the same way, how come you all look so different? Ah, that's because we are different. We give you a choice of four special sauces, and each one of them makes us taste a little bit different. Four sauces? They got four sauces? I wonder what they could be. It's like we go through a whole personality change. Take Bobby, for example. A regular McNugget now. But one dip in that barbecue sauce, and... I take on some tang. Mmm! Yahoo! Hey! Looks pretty good now, doesn't it? Yeah, great idea. Barbecue sauce. And we got the sauces that'll take you on a trip from the Wild West to the Far East. Mercado? Thank you, McNugget Sen. Sweet and sour sauce, now here to please McDonald's friend. There's that hand again. It's called Godzilla. Hey, fantastic. Sweet and sour sauce. Oh, 
Barbecue sauce? Sweet and sour sauce? What else you got, McNugget? Well, I got a sauce here that can turn old Sam into a samurai. Oh, no. Please. Really quick, Austin, what sauce do you think this is for? I need to know if you for can guess. For samurai? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the sauces that exist now. Teriyaki? <laughs> no. Hot mustard sauce. Fantastic. Hot mustard. What a great idea. What the fuck is that? Hot mustard. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Why samurai? Barbecue sauce? Sweet and sour? Hot mustard? Gee. You said you had another one, McNugget? That's right. Honey? I was just a plain Jane. Until I took my first dip in a souffle cup filled with honey. Why is it so sensual? <laughs> what is... What is happening? Whoa! Goodbye! I love y'all very much! Wowie! Woo wow! Now where's a puppet? Oh yeah, honey, that's the thing. Amazing, McNugget. Simply amazing. Hello? <laughs> yeah, this is insane because they're like dying. They're dying. She's dead now. She's dead. She even said goodbye. Very impressive, McNugget. Four sauces from all over the world. Barbecue, sweet and sour, hot mustard, and honey. Chicken McNuggets far out. I think we got a winner here. Funny, I've got the very same feeling. Anyway, that hell goes on for 18 minutes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that was the first appearance of the McNugget buddies. And the last, because they're dead. They eat them. Yeah, they get eaten. The thing about like the designs is that these are like very early designs for the McNugget buddies. Mm. In their future appearance, every McNugget buddy has what is referred to as the bell shape. Oh, if you don't like know the McNugget Mc yeah. shape. Yeah, so McNuggets are cut into four distinct shapes. The bell, the ball, the bone, and the boot. What does that mean? Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's what they call the different shapes. Supposedly, they're shaped like this to help keep cooking times consistent. Although I think they should all be the boot shape because the boot has the little nub at the end that's great for dipping. The nub is good. The, the, <laughs> the nub is good. is good. So in this original like appearance of the McNugget Buddies, they all have like, the, they are shaped like the bell, the bone, and the boot. And for some reason, the main McNugget leader, the sensual jazz nugget, looks like a repurposed apple pie. Yes. Puppet. Yes. Which is so funny because like in the video, there is an apple pie present and they look exactly the same. Like, I think they just didn't want to make another puppet or they like did some rewrites very late and were like, um, we can't make, we need the sexy leader nugget to make this make sense. <laughs> they were like, oh, really? we have an apple pie when he's close enough to a chicken McNugget. It's the same color. <laughs> After this initial appearance for this training whatever this training hell the mcnugget buddy puppet design would be refined so they were all bell-shaped instead of having the different shapes they're all just like the kind of like oblong bell shape and they would stick with this through their entire existence shade mcnuggets were a great success and so were the, the mcnugget buddies like they started appearing in just tons of ads i have watched so many chicken mcnugget advertisements featuring these mischievous little <laughs> babies <laughs> 
they were just there were just so many commercials and this is like towards the end of the existence of McDonald land when McDonald's is really kind of like trying to like throw stuff at the wall and like maybe add new characters but maybe also phase them out so around this area you also got Mac tonight who we we learned about in the McDonald land episode and cosmic who is an alien who's um relevant now because McDonald's has announced they're rolling out a sister restaurant that's a whole other topic yeah, they they're rolling Jesus out Christ. a con- new concept that's supposed to be maybe like a Starbucks, but it doesn't have nearly enough coffee on the menu to be a Starbucks. <laughs> so I don't really know what the hell it is. You can't be hurting for money, McDonald's. You can't. There's no way. There's no way. Like people keep being like, "Oh, McDonald's is doing this because they're hurting," and I'm like, you know, There's I really wish no the boycott chance. was working. It's not. It's not. It's not. I drive it's past not. McDonald's so and the, the line is out into the road. Uh, you haven't gotten your boycott to the mainstream. It's not working. I'm so it's sorry. It's only working on Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, just Starbucks. Anyway, so the McNuggets as a character, mm-hmm. they're like little tiny fellas. They live in their little tiny McNugget box. They, they're mischievous little creatures with high-pitched voices, and they love telling jokes and having fun. So that's kind of where we ended up after the casual racism of the training, Deranged. <laughs> training video. Deranged. Unnecessary. Yes. Hi, Happy Meal guys. Hi, Ronald. Hi, Ronald. Hi, Ronald. Hey, what are the Chicken McNuggets doing in their box? Oh, they're just crawling around. <laughs> Now you can play with 10 McDonald's McNugget Buddy toys, each with a removable costume to change and rearrange. You can get one McNugget Buddy with each Happy Meal you buy. Two Buddies are available each week. McNugget Buddy toys at McDonald's. This kind of goes into the late 80s. In 1988, the McNugget Buddies received their first Happy Meal toy line. And this is where kind of everything changes. This line featured 10 different plastic nuggets with different faces, all wearing unique accessories that could be mixed and matched between the different characters. Some accessories in this first line included a cowboy hat, a guitar, and a bandana. Was there a samurai sword? There was not. It was all... It was all mostly devoid of racism. I, don't, I was squinting at like old ads and they were all very blurry. And I was yeah. like trying to be like, is that a fanny pack? <laughs> is that a cop? Like I could not tell. I was just like, okay, that's a guitar. Mm-hmm. And that's a cowboy mm-hmm. hat. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> these were like very popular. These were like super playable toys. You could mix and match. So you wanted to have like a couple of them. These were so popular that they would return again in 1992, mm-hmm. this time for Halloween. I remember that. Yes. This is maybe one of the most iconic fast food lines in history. That one I know. This Halloween set of McNugget Buddies was just, people loved it. People were like, like when you ask a millennial, like someone close to our age and be like, hey, what is like your favorite yeah. line of, they might say Beanie Babies, but they're wrong. It definitely is the McDonald's buddy. Halloween. Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the set was reduced to six toys instead of 10, but That's it featured a vampire, a witch, a ghost, a mummy, a pumpkin, and a Frankenstein. Who's yours? Who was your, who were you trying to get? Um, I know I had the witch. I really liked her. I remember her very vividly. I had the mummy and I didn't like it. And I had Frankenstein like it. And I finally just, uh, I found, I found the hack where you can just like ask your parent to ask to buy one. Um, and my mom bought me the vampire. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I had the ghost too. Cause the ghost had like, like the sheet that would like go completely. Yeah. I feel like I had that one too. Yeah. I did not know about the hack where you could just buy McDonald's toys until like mid two thousands when the Neopets toys were at McDonald's. Uh, and then I bought so many. Yeah. Cause I was like, 
late middle school and I had a little bit of my own yeah. money and I was like, they're a dollar? Yeah, it used to be like a dollar. What do you mean? I don't know if they do that now. Yeah. I don't know what they are now. Also, Happy Meal Toys now sucks, but that's beside the point. They do. We'll definitely, we will talk about that a little bit, like how much they suck. Chicken McNuggets are very popular, but we do have to like touch on briefly that the food itself at this point tasted bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it was old i would used to peel the breading off oh, of no. chicken mcnuggets because yeah. it tasted it tasted bad and then i would eat just the chicken because the chicken did taste like chicken there's something about the breading that you didn't like that fake breading Mm-mm, i didn't you like didn't it like the sponge material of the breading oh it was somehow so a fried chicken nugget that was spongy why are they always so spongy and sometimes they're still spongy like i still eat chicken mcnuggets mm-hmm. why are they still spongy like why is it you a tell sponge me you there, Brenda. what's the sponge I don't know what the sponge is. They come in a big bag I'm sure. and you put them you put them in the McNugget hopper. That's what they call it. And then you just like dump them into the fryer thing and you put them down there and you hit the nugget button and they supposedly fry, but they don't taste no, fried. They're spongy. The they're spongy like they were cooked and cooked badly. Exactly. I'm like, how do you cook it badly? It there's a timer. There's a fucking timer. I need to know what that breading is because I'm like this has i've never once had a crispy mcnugget in my life no and i worked there so i you know it's like i had access to the fresh mcnuggets like not ones that have been sitting in the warmer for like hours it had to be so wild to take one out and you're like oh it'll be crispy and it's still spongy like what the fuck are we eating what are they feeding us mcdonald's can make good crispy chicken because at that when i was working at mcdonald's they had the crispy chicken sandwich like deluxe sandwiches those were crispy yeah and i'm like why is this different than a McNugget. Like, why Why is this different? Because I mean, we, charge, we charge you a dollar for a McNugget. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to pay like five bucks, um, probably ten bucks with inflation yeah, if they were still truly. on the menu. They're no longer on the menu, unfortunately. But the final set of McNugget Buddies would be in 1996 with another Halloween set. But after that, they started phasing them out of advertising. Mm-hmm. So this is around the time when McDonald's in general was starting to phase out the McDonald Land characters yeah. as a whole. So like Ronald started disappearing. Definitely the professor was gone. Yeah. Like the professor showed up in one of these McNugget commercials. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> you were here in the 80s. You were still in commercials in the 80s. <laughs> so they just kind of like started to fade from from the public like whereas they were in the 90s and 80s they were in dozens and dozens and dozens of commercials mm-hmm. they just dropped off the face of the planet and the mcnugget buddies were gone and the evil was defeated everybody and the evil was defeated did they also become tumblr sexy men <laughs> no they did not who became the tumblr sexy men was that grimace no hamburglar remember Hamburglar, Daddy Hamburglar. There you go. I was like, he was. He became a Tumblr sexy man for a bit. I forgot. I forgot that he did. He did. Because he became a real boy. No one else did. Thank, thank God. I would hate to see real grimace, but wasn't he like hiding? Like, the, wasn't the premise that like his family didn't know that he was the Hamburglar? Like he'd like retired and like hung up his cape, I think so. and he was just suddenly like, I want to Hamburgle again. Fucking like he got the urge looping shit. He got the urge to go back to that life. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just get the itch. You just got that dog in you, and that dog says you got to steal hamburgers. <laughs> Very specifically, hamburgers. Just hamburgers. Just hamburgers. Not cheeseburgers. Not cheeseburgers. That's different. McDonald's. I have an idea. You <laughs> legally, you can now use Sherlock Holmes and promotional material to catch the Hamburglar. Just saying. Yes. Just putting it out there. It has to be a very specific version of Sherlock yes. Holmes. But but you can do you it. You can do it. <laughs> 
They'd probably like create like a new character that's like the arch nemesis of the Hamburglar. The Hamburglar. The savory hamburger. It's got to be like a Sherlock Holmes joke. Yeah. Reference. Yeah. It's like Sherlock doesn't really sound like a food. Ham. Shamrock. Shamrock. Oh, God. Ham. Home. Oh, Hamble Bones. Bones? (laughs) Shamrock. Hamble Bones. This is uh this is my the new pitch I have for you all. Uh Shamrock Hammerbones. Is that Grimace's uncle with a Sherlock hat? Yes, it is. Yes. We've brought back Uncle what is uncle his name? Grimacy, uncle right? Uncle O'Grimacy. Uncle O'Grimacy is back and he's better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> he's consumed Sherlock Holmes what and stolen his power. That's not how it works. And he is now Shamrock uh, Hammerbone. And he's going to stop the Hamburglar and also leave Shamrock Shakes for the kids once he does it. Brilliant. We've done it. Take that to take that to corporate. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying about the McNugget Buddies. Yeah. So the McNugget Buddies would not reappear until 2019 when they were included in the 40th anniversary Happy Meal toy set, which also included other iconic McDonald's toys like teeny beanie babies oh. and Furbies and a Hot Wheels car oh. and a Power Ranger. Ooh, which Power Ranger? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, red one. <laughs> a red one. <laughs> it was the red one. It, it was Jason. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then, Austin, we're not done yet because if you look at the timer, we can't be done yet. We have not sure. fulfilled our obligation to the network. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> We are not done yet. Mix Max Fun is trained on us with a sniper. We're going to take a quick break and then we will be back with more McNugget Buddy nonsense. Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries will be back after these messages. Throughout history, sirens have captured men's attention, enticed men with their feminine wiles, and fulfilled men's primal needs. The sirens allure Uh, persists. They have not. Unless the primal need is I need to be smashed on the rocks. Yeah, sm- smash me. Smash me, mommy. Smash me, mama. Smash me, mommy. <laughs> the sirens alone. Why do we do this to ourselves? Strand me, baby. Strand, Strand me, me, baby. So, yeah, this is my brother, my brother, and me for Maximum Fun on Mondays. It's just like that. Just like that, but more. It's just like that, but more of it. There's, there's this. More of that. Welcome back to Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. And we're back. (laughs) I'm never going to get over that. No, never. It's so, it's such a, sorry, please continue. In December 2023, the McNugget Buddies would make their triumphant return. Let's go. Austin, have you heard about this? No, absolutely not. You have not. If I, okay. if I did, I would have guessed your thing, Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> so first, we have to talk very briefly about Kerwin Frost, who is a Harlem-born streetwear influencer, comedian, and DJ. That's so many words. I know. I was like, I have no clue who the hell this is. <laughs> like, And I'm trying to find out, and I'm like, I'm very much out of my depth. <laughs> yeah, that's so, that's so many things and i'm not saying you can't mm-hmm. do all of those things as someone who does too many things but go to bed it- but also it's like how 
do you do all of these things? And I have never heard of you. Like Truly. it might be out of my, my wheelhouse. Like, cause I'm not in like the streetwear fashion kind of area, but it's like, I feel like in passing, I would have heard of you, yeah. but I haven't. So I really had to look it up. He's done collaborations with brands such as Adidas and Off-White previously, but now he's doing a collaboration with McDonald's. Huh. So after the success of McDonald's 2022 collaboration with fashion brand Cactus Plant Flea Market, McDonald's was like, we want more adult Happy Meals. Like the adult mm. Happy Meals from Cactus Plant did super, super yeah, well. people they, lost their mind. If, people went crazy. Like if you don't remember, like they were like these vinyl figures that were done in the style that like the kind of like multiple eyed yeah. lumpy style of cactus plant. Also, I've never heard of cactus nope. plant outside of this adult happy meal collaboration, but it was super successful. People were like losing their mind, getting these mm -hmm. figures. It was very popular. Mm -hmm. So McDonald's was like, we got to do this mm -hmm. again. And so they contacted mm -hmm. Frost and they were like, Hey, in December, 2023, let's release some McNugget buddies designed by you okay kerwin frost okay so, so yeah kerwin agreed and in december 2023 they released a set of six new brand new nugget that's buddies. wild i haven't heard a single thing about this maybe may, maybe the yeah. maybe the boycott is working because i haven't heard a damn thing about i know this. i heard about it from my dad i'm yelling <laughs> yeah like you don't want a happy meal and you're like dad i'm 32 <laughs> i was hoping my hope for the McNugget Buddies in the future was that we would get a re-release of them around Halloween, like those classic Halloween ones. We would get those again. And this isn't quite that. There are six new Nugget Buddies designed by Frost. Mm -hmm. They look good. Okay. Like, they do okay. look good. There's one that has like his his signature outfit with like his signature pencil face tattoo okay. that he's got. Okay. There's one that has like a callback to the cactus plant release where like one of the nugget buddies is holding the cactus plant figure there's one that has fry kids slippers on oh yeah i see i'm looking at it yeah the designs of them are like you know they look good yeah. they do look yeah. good i'm not gonna say that they don't but no one has been talking no. at all about these i don't know a single soul who has gone out and gotten a set of these including myself like yeah. i i eat more mcdonald's than i care to admit because i hate cooking no that's so valid <laughs> like, <laughs> Even looking at like nostalgia TikTokers and stuff who have made YouTube shorts and TikToks about it, like like this person has ten thousand subscribers and this video only has like four thousand views. Like people are like not excited. Mm -hmm. No, so maybe it is the boycott because it is more of an yeah. internet type thing. So like the people who would typically be going to get them like hasn't the internet. Yeah, I just I don't quite quite know what it is. We'll say it's the boycott because that that's nice, yeah. but. Oh, wait, are they back? This says they come back the 11th. Oh! They're not here oh! yet. Oh! I thought they were out! Yeah, this says starting December 11th, which is, not, which is by the time you listen to this podcast, they will be out. Oh while my we God, record this, this is my While we record this, this podcast, my... they are not out yet. This is my cancel. How did I not see that when I was doing my research? Because you just thought they were out. Because your dad was like, I saw they had new men. You're, listen, I fucking trusted him. Your mom's going to be like, I heard you talk about your father on the show. <laughs> oh, no. She would be like, that, that guy. <laughs> would be like, yeah, he lied to me. Yeah, Made me tell lies on my YouTube. What probably just saw <laughs> like a, the picture, the promo, and was like, oh, they're... They have McNugget buddies, so you probably just didn't think anything of it. Yeah, I legitimately thought they came out on the first. 
no yeah so we are there's also valid to see one and just keep going yeah they come out as we record this in like four days or whatever so so everyone i think what we can take away from this is that and from what has happened in the youtube sphere as of late we're all fallible creatures <laughs> i'm yelling uh i mean i'm still i still hadn't heard of it so like the yeah the, the cactus there would be a buzz. buddy one like i knew of months yeah in advance we were like waiting for it because it was it was such a big thing and this isn't getting like nearly as much hype as i feel like it usually would i feel like the draw for the buddies would be like like you said like the classic costumes people remember Mm -hmm. like there's not like i don't really need a mcnugget dressed cool like the other the other ones it was a draw because it was like weird like everyone wanted the curse grimace everybody wanted curse grimace that's the one everyone wanted yeah i think everyone just yearns for grimace i think that's what we've learned this year is that people yearn for grimace <laughs> they've listen they kept him from us now we want him we got ronald 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 we want him back we got hamburglar down our throat like grimace <laughs> uh the girl bird people are probably drawing weird stuff about her too <laughs> oh 100 percent. i know too much about Chuck E. cheese to not not think that um people are drawing weird art of birdie the breakfast yeah, bird. absolutely they're absolutely <laughs> like if they put out birdie people like TikToks would get weird. They would get weird really quick. The first one would be well, would, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Look, the Grimace thing got weird enough. Like the Grimace shake, yes. flim plant. Like, that got weird enough. I was just like, oh, what is happening? It, it is transforming before my very yeah. eyes. Oh, no. Grimace shake didn't even taste that good. It did not taste like berries. Hey. They should have made it grape. The cowards. I and mean, I was like, they sold. We don't care. <laughs> People spending mm-hmm. like the $4 for to make a meme video is wild. Yeah, just dumping it on the ground. It's like, it is a good shape. I like, hope some of you just dyed it purple, please. There, <laughs> there's like, probably like stains on concrete oh, parking lots from the Grimace shape. Somebody has purple. Like purple Someone stains. has purple in their carpet forever. Mm-hmm. Can't get it out. Can't get it out. You wanted to do the meme? Their parents livid. It's some 16-year-old who like, did, listen, the video's probably fire. And their parents are like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> So I had this whole paragraph about like how we keep getting nostalgia sold back to us and how maybe it's like finally like potentially failing. But also since the Nugget Buddies are out yet, we don't quite have the data for whether or not that's true. So my entire thesis and conclusion um, is invalid. That's podcasting, baby. <laughs> that's podcasting, baby. <laughs> that's that's the that's what we say in the biz. That's what we call a a, a podcasted. <laughs> that's what we all say in the biz. You can. Take that to the bank. Do not look it up. Just trust me. So I suppose my conclusion would be that it's great to see the Nugget Buddies again. And I really would like to see more of the McDonald Land characters in general because let's pivot here and let's let's have the thesis be where has fun gone? It's true. <laughs> McDonald's sani- like sanitized itself in the 2000s. Yeah, all based on a documentary, um, Supersize Me, which has been invalidated as untruthful and... You know, maybe we didn't need supersized things at McDonald's, mm-hmm. but I think we can still have a fucking clown yeah. present. Like, I don't think that's going to cause childhood obesity. I think the idea that, like, every time they ask me to supersize, I will supersize, isn't mm-hmm. the gotcha people think it is? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, and, like, the entirety of, like, supersize me, like, has been proven invalid because, like, he didn't actually eat McDonald's all the time. It was, like, grossly, like, thrown out of proportion. Mm. That guy is a whole wormhole of absolute it's nonsense. True. So, like, his research he got a TV show is incredibly... Because of yep. that documentary, because of that movie. Yeah, he became famous because of that documentary. Yeah. And it's, like, actually, your data was bad, and you're a bad documentarian, and you should feel I bad. mean, I will say, like... <laughs> 
you probably couldn't eat McDonald's for a month and live. So I get it. But you could have just like said that, like, I can't actually eat McDonald's for a month straight and still live. Well, actually, so (laughs) sorry to um, actually Mm -hmm. you, but working in McDonald's, you do eat because you get it for free for your lunch and they encourage you not to leave. Like you can leave, but they like try to get you to not leave. Yeah. So it's like when you work at McDonald's, you do eat McDonald's every day. Mm Like you might like have it broken up by like your days off, but like you eat it so often yeah. because that it's free. It's available when you don't have money. Well, it was the same thing when I worked at like, like Panera. It, yeah. It's the kind of thing of like, if you only consumed, because like you only ate Big Macs and fries, right? Mm-hmm. Like if that was your yeah. only food for a month, I don't think you could finish a documentary because you would be sick from lack of nutrients. First of all, any fast food, equi- yes. any fast food in, Taco the, Bell? in the crosshairs, please stop eating the Taco Bell Crunchwrap Supreme. Oh, God, it's so good, Austin. I love Crunchwrap. That grease is the wrong color. Lo- it's the wrong color. <laughs> it's, so, it's so good, though. It's, that's the color of the seasoning, Austin. <laughs> I feel like the repackaging and selling nostalgia, like, I don't know when it will stop. Because the other thing, too, is like, younger generations like picking up on it because it feels cool in the same way we picked up on 80s stuff right yes yes exactly like the younger generation is like thinks that the things that we grew up with are hip and cool the whole thing about like y2k fashion like they're like oh i love low-rise jeans and i'm just glaring at them wrong never again good luck yeah not me i will never fucking wear low-rise jeans again in my life not me (laughs) couldn't be you keep them you keep on like, um, did it do everlasting damage to my body image? Yeah, but I guess you could wear them. <laughs> All for you, more for you. <laughs> Austin, did you know that like Mulan was not the first time the Szechuan sauce was like on the menu? Interesting. You know what? We'll have to talk about that a different episode. Another day. Goodbye. Just remember, the millennials yearn for the McNugget buddies. <laughs> have a nice day. See ya. What do you mean? <laughs> What do you what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esperanza Asterion, and you can find more of her work at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was narrated by Greg Aronica, and you can find him at Cafe3G on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter, Blue Sky, and TikTok. The show is edited every week by Brenda Snell. If you love this show, please remember to leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast content. This podcast is a proud part of the Maximum Fun Podcast Network. See you for the next mystery, Mistorians!